This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Monday evening from the Superbook Sports Studio. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for award-winning customer service and 2023 model year Fords in stock now. Go test drive one for yourself at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will put you in a position to succeed. Just go to GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports. Wager on the NFL playoffs, however many playoff games remain as we get towards the end of the season. Hockey, basketball, and every other major sport. Download the Superbook Sports app today. And TrueMath Fitness, as you get further into January, you're looking to continue to build on your New Year's resolutions. Your first workout is free at TrueMathFitness.com as a Middle Tennessee resident. So Tom Brady, 7 of 15, 52 yards and a pick. Tonight, a game-changing interception that he just threw. His first red zone interception. Um, it, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, he hasn't thrown one since 2019, which is insane at this stage. But as uh, teams continue to evaluate their future across the NFL, particularly the team uh, locally that we uh, all cover and discuss and watch on a regular basis, quarterback is very, very much something that they have to continue to evaluate. Now, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network was on their pregame program uh, Sunday. It's, I think it's called NFL Game Day at this point. And on NFL Game Day, uh, Rappaport had brought up the idea of the Titans, the Raiders, and the 49ers, all three who had an interest in Tom Brady in 2020, having interest in him because he is going to be the best available free agent quarterback at 45 years old, going into year number 46. His, uh, he will be 46 by the time the next season starts. So a 46-year-old quarterback who is still playing at a high level, even though the Bucs are not a good football team around him right now, it is something that uh, it is something that has to be legitimately discussed. Ian, MB says, Rappaport is just stirring the pot. That's not what somebody like Ian Rappaport does, and you know that, MB. That's a credible journalist lending his name to the idea that there are teams considering Tom Brady. Now, whether Tom Brady considers those teams is an entirely different question, and it sounds like the Buccaneers are going to make a push to keep him at this point. There's no telling whether Tom will look at the Titans and say, okay, you're interested, let's talk a little more about this, or the Raiders, or the Niners, given the situation. But... As you kind of think about it, the Tannehill situation looms large over all of this, and there would obviously have to be something done about him as far as a trade is concerned. To release him and only save the $18 million does not clear up enough space that you need if you're going to make a move for another well-compensated quarterback, even if there are ways to make the math work. 
So let's talk about this together. Simple as this. Are you for or against the idea of the Titans pursuing Tom Brady? Let's talk about this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. That is the question um, that uh, that we are going to. The question is, are you for or against Tom Brady to the Titans if such a thing were to occur? You'll hear from Ian Rappaport here in just a second, right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Four Take is possible is made possible by the wonderful folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go. 2023 model your Fords in stock and available. F-150s, Bronco Sports, like you see on your graphic. Uh, So many others. Mustang, the electric Mustang Mach-E, the Explorer like I drive. 2023 model your Fords available for you to test drive right now at Two Rivers Ford. They always sell all new non-specialty Fords below MSRP, so you're going to get a great value and the financing options are always top-notch. I'm a Two Rivers Ford customer. I could not speak more highly about the car buying experience that I went through. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, for or against the idea of Tom Brady to the Titans? Well, this was uh, Ian Rappaport discussing the matter earlier this weekend. Tom Brady is a free agent after this season, going to be 46 years old. And yeah, there is, I would say, a chance that he does not return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, despite the fact that they very much want him back and plan to make efforts toward that. Among the teams that would consider Brady, a couple of them considered Brady last time. The Tennessee Titans still have some quarterback questions there. The 49ers, if they do not decide to roll with Brock Purdy, although he's certainly stating his case, and then the Las Vegas Raiders, who have several of his old friends, including Rich, Josh McDaniels. So that's Rappaport talking about Tom Brady and just generally saying that the teams who are going to potentially be interested, and the, that list is probably going to grow at this point. Are you for or against Tom Brady as it uh, as it relates to coming to Tennessee? Now, the reality of that situation is slim to none, but it is worth noting that credible people are talking about this in, in meaningful ways. So as I kind of evaluate this thing, I watch Tom Brady and I see a quarterback who is not in a good circumstance and obviously is, uh, and obviously looking at the, uh, looking at the situation and saying, okay, you know, I'm going to keep playing football. He's going to play football beyond this season. We know that to be so, almost assuredly. Where he ends up going as a free agent is a big question. Nobody, nobody, not even, no, nobody was even close as far as Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when that all went down in 2020. That was not a, that was not a circumstance that I had seen anywhere until he ended up making the decision to do it. So, as far as teams pursuing Tom Brady, you know, his interest level is a completely different discussion. But the Titans right now are in a worse offensive line situation than are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're in a worse skill position situation than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady would probably look at that and say, okay, I mean, you know, without knowing the general manager situation, the offensive coordinator situation, what is it at this point that this team truly offers? Now, there's time, right? Free agency is a long way away and, you know, back channeling and uh, backroom conversations will start in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. The combine, if not already, as soon as one of these two teams has their season ended tonight, Cowboys currently up 12 to nothing, three and a half minutes to go before the half. So for Tom, I would, 
I think there's a variety of different things that you have to consider, but I think I'm split on this, and I'm going to tell you what I mean in just a second. First, I'm going to remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will put you in position to succeed. They are the official real estate agent of the Predators and of Primetime. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage will get you the intel edge you need to sell your home without any showings or staging and find your next home while you sell your current one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market. Go to GaryAshton.com. So here's why I'm split, okay? From a football situation, um, no. It just, it doesn't make sense for where they are right now. They being the Titans, no. Tom Brady here, it, it just, it seems like a very, very, it seems like a forced marriage just for the sake of employing Tom Brady, if that is a path that they're legitimately considering. And by the way, they should be legitimately considering it because that's what they pay people to do that. There are specific people in the front office who are tasked with scouting pro personnel across the league. They should do their due diligence on Tom Brady. But from a football standpoint, doesn't make a ton of sense right now. From a media standpoint, oh my God, bring him to Tennessee. Are you kidding me? I will, I I, I don't want anything the way that I want that. Um, that. That's my only rooting interest, right? The thing that gives the show the most juice, the thing that gets the most conversation going, the thing that gets the most scrutiny and discussion around the Tennessee Titans, that, give me that. But that's selfish, you know? And it would probably make for a terrible football uh, product, and I'd probably be bitching about it by the time we got halfway through the season, um, unless they take drastic strides, which at this point, um, roster-wise, is no guarantee in the first year of a new general manager and a new OC. So with all that being said, um, I'm against, from a football standpoint, Tom Brady to the Titans, but I am absolutely for it, uh, especially uh, <laughs> especially. Um, if Tom Brady is going to consider Tennessee, I would love, love, love for that to happen as a conversation point. What are you going to do? But let's talk about the OC search because the OC is the thing that, you know, um, GM first and the GM hire, uh, Monty Ossenfort, by the way, congrats to Monty, um, for, uh, Monty Ossenfort, who was the director of, uh, player personnel here in Tennessee, got hired by the Arizona Cardinals as their new GM, uh, one of the teams that was searching for a new general manager, including the Titans at this point. And so congrats to Monty on getting the job. Now that takes one candidate who the Titans interviewed out of the mix. And that decision will come sooner rather than later. I would anticipate in the next, no more than, I mean, no more than two weeks at this point, I I can't envision a situation where that's the case. And they've done a great deal of the interviews. I I would almost expect, um, I would almost expect sometime in the next 10 days for there to be some kind of decision made, but I can't speak specifically to their timeline. Um, so as far as that goes, the GM is going to come first and then the OC after. And the OC candidate situation has not really been, um, it has not really produced a lot of interesting names, which is ironic for a variety of different reasons. But I think as you look at the circumstance, let's start here um, on the primetime show. Who do you think the Titans should look at for the offensive coordinator position? We'll talk about it together um, right after I tell you that A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by Superbook Sports. You can bet on the remaining NFL playoff games. You can bet on college basketball, the NHL, and everything in between when you download the Superbook Sports app. 
They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose, and they will always make sure that you get the best odds boost and promo bets out there. Superbook Sports is where you go to take the fight to the best odds makers on the strip. So download the Superbook app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, who would you want the Titans to hire for their next offensive coordinator? Um, what are our choices, says Major Keys. Well, the only two like names that I've seen credibly reported were Eric Bieniemy, or the only two who I've seen them request reportedly, Eric Bieniemy and Matt Nagy. Eric Bieniemy doesn't want to be an offensive coordinator. He wants to be a head coach. So Eric Bieniemy is off the table. Matt Nagy is the quarterbacks coach right now for the Chiefs, and obviously has been a play caller before, um, has been a head coach before. And it would be a better position um, if he's trying to get back in the head coaching game to become a play caller again for another team before he gets a, another head coaching opportunity. Mike Vrabel has hired two guys who would go on to be future NFL head coaches and Todd Downing being the third offensive coordinator in his five years here. Um, they have also interviewed the Falcons quarterback coach. Uh, London is his last name. I cannot remember the, the gentleman's first name. Um, but obviously, and who has been here before, uh, I will find the, uh, the name for you if you'll give me just a second. Um, but I think the, uh, I think that at this point, Charles London, uh, Charles London, who has been previously with the Tennessee Titans is currently the Falcons quarterback coach comes from a similar system, worked for Arthur Smith, all these different things. So with all that being said, those are the only three that I've seen out there. Now, the enemy, uh, the enemy has said that, well, has not said publicly, but his focus is on head coaching. Matt Nagy has not even accepted their interview request at this point. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's something that's coming, but it's been reportedly over a week um, that they have not, uh, that they have not, uh, that he just hasn't accepted the interview request at this time, which is very interesting to me. I'm not sure what that says to you about what it is that this job is right now, but it certainly is a uh, uh, something that, whether it's surprising or not, is uh, is a different matter. Tighten up, says Frank Reich. Frank Reich is not going to be a, a coordinator, guys. Like he's going to be a head coach. Frank Reich and and Eric Bieniemy and uh, I don't know uh, Cliff Kingsbury's in Thailand. He's chilling, so he's not interested in doing OC interviews right now, which is great. Good for Cliff. But um, Frank Reich is not going to be an OC uh, in his next stop at this stage. So I really haven't seen many other names reported beyond that. Now, it's they have to hire a general manager first before they can make that decision. And honestly, I don't care who it ends up being. I mean, I do care who it ends up being, I guess. But like as far as the person, I don't care about who the person is. But there is one thing that I think would do they would do well to have whomever that next, per, next person is. And this is something that we discussed on the radio show today. That's been some time, though. Like... Yeah, eleven, twelve. I, I my personal preference, if if I was submitting things to Mike Vrabel's suggestion box, which he has told us before is the trash can by his desk, if I was sending Mike suggestions to his trash can, I would say it is probably in your best interest to have somebody who you know can handle themselves in these situations. Now there's seven other NFL teams who are probably thinking the exact same thing, and Mike is adept at identifying coaching talent. So you have to take that into account. I do not question Mike Vrabel's ability to identify people who he thinks can operate on the same plane as him. But 
you have to know. It has to be a known commodity when it comes to in-game because that is the thing that I think I think that killed Todd Downing more than anything. Um, you know, off-the-field transgressions aside, like him just having these brain fart moments where all of a sudden it's a completion of Traylon Burks that Traylon is trying to backwards lateral cross. And not like, <laughs> not like, it's not like in a moment where they like just, they need something. They're doing it like on the first possession or something. Against the Jags. Just the, the weirdest moments, the, the white-knuckle moments that you seem to have with Downing, you're going to have that no matter who, at some point, no matter who your coordinator is. But you have to have somebody that you can trust. So, I just want them to be an experienced in-game coach. And that, you know, that's something that I think a lot of teams are going to look for, and I think that would benefit this team in particular. But that that's kind of the main qualification. Now, I, it's probably going to end up being Tim Kelly. I mean, honestly, like we're going to talk about all these different things. They're going to promote in turn. I mean, I don't know that, but like he he should be considered the favorite to get that job. And Tim Kelly's had success as an NFL play caller. Uh, you know, the Houston was a good football team offensively while he was there, even if they didn't win football games. Um, but you know, I mean, in all likelihood, Tim Kelly is going to be, is going to be, I think the, the next OC now, I mean, I thought Todd Downing was, I, I don't, I don't know that I didn't think that Todd was going to get fired. I just thought there was a lot better percentage chance that he ended up staying here, um, in position at this point, but Tim Kelly is, uh, is a, is a, somebody who Mike Vrabel knows somebody who Mike Vrabel trusts somebody Mike Vrabel knows he can work with. And so at that point, you know, um, it does seem like we are on that kind of a trajectory. Darren Ossie says, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien is still employed at Alabama. Um, and I don't know, uh, I don't know what that circumstance is going to end up being because Alabama has already made some coaching changes on the defensive side of the ball. I think it's kind of crazy that they hired a new DC before they hired a new offensive coordinator, but Bill O'Brien's still working there at this point. So I don't, I don't, and I haven't heard Bill O'Brien talked about really by, by, I haven't seen Bill O'Brien reportedly interviewing anywhere. So I think Bill O'Brien, I mean, right now, as we sit here today, it could change by tomorrow, the next day or the day after that. But like, looks like Bill O'Brien might be still at Alabama at this stage. So let's wrap things up with, this is a free site. The best thing that producer Reed saw on the internet this week. Now Reed likes this video a lot, apparently. And he thinks that it should be our next end of show video uh, to replace John Robinson because we still haven't made a decision on that in the new year. But uh, I will ask you this question. Which NFL team, quote unquote, stole the show this weekend? Now, that can meet any definition that you like. Currently, the uh, Bucks not stealing anything from anybody as the Cowboys continue to push the ball down the field and field and I believe are now. Are they in the Bucks red zone? Second quarter, uh, looks like they're about to clock at 45 seconds and counting. And yeah, they're in the uh, buck. They're in the red zone now at the looks like the 18 yard line. This deck completes a pass to Dalton Schultz out of bounds and stops the clock with a timeout remaining as well. Tampa Bay has two. 12 to nothing is the score. But I think the uh, I think the situation for uh, a lot. I mean, it was a great wild card weekend. Great wild card weekend. Absolutely. The only game that was bad was the Seahawks and the Niners, and even that was close for a little while. But producer Reed thinks that this is the video that's going to send us all into the sun, and I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited to see what we have here. Are you surprised to hear that? Uh, certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. 
And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. Reed, get on camera this instant and tell me what the hell the context for that video is. I'm very confused. Who, so that, who is that woman a fan of? That is by far the greatest video I saw this weekend <laughs> in which a Jaguars fan was explaining how excited they were that they won and had a comeback victory over the Chargers. But that video will go down in infamy, and they did, in fact, steal the show. You know what they did? They uh, Well, I mean, I guess – I guess that's what we're using, Reed. I do like that video. I, and I love that she's a Jags fan. Thank you, uh, buddy, as always. Back to the shadows. So, <laughs> play by the rules. They don't want somebody to come in and steal the show. The Jags did steal the show, man. Good for the Jags. Absolutely badass. Uh, it was uh, that, that was a nightmare start. Four interceptions, three of them, I think, in the first quarter. And Trevor Lawrence turns around and has an incredible, incredible Come back down 27 to nothing, four touchdowns, the game winning drive, um, and a uh, field goal, uh, a field goal to win the game. The Jags absolutely stole the show this weekend. And, you know, I uh, I really enjoyed watching that. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be fun. And that has to make Titans fans sick to their stomach because that dude's going to be here and good or in the division and good for a long, long time to come. All right. It's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show, radio show, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone tomorrow. Our buddy Trevor Sikama from Pro Football Focus will help us break down the wild card weekend and talk about the divisional matchups that will be settled on once this Cowboys-Bucks game ends. We'll enjoy that with you guys together. Hope to hang out with you then. If I don't talk to you on the radio show at 10, primetime tomorrow night, and we'll enjoy ourselves. I can't, you know, I mean, the show is over, so I can't steal the show. I'm going to have to turn. I don't know what we're going to call this woman. I don't know if she has a name or not, but, uh, you know, this is the way that we're sending ourselves in the end of, into the end of our evenings each and every night moving forward. Talk to you guys tomorrow on radio or on the primetime show. Are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.